0: hello hi everyone welcome to i have Have a strange Strange story Story Podcast. podcast yes
1: yes this is Lindsay, and this is rebecca
0: and we are two sisters who retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences Yay! Gangsters, what's up?
1: <laughs> gangsters, what's up? Oh,
0: man. <laughs> it's what's up, those... my gangsters? <laughs> it's one of those cute nights where I've had a little bit to drink.
1: Yes, we've both downed a beer just talking just for talking. what was it? Was it ten minutes? Was it an hour? Oh, was it fifty-five? We don't even know. I but my think... battery is very low right now. Oh no! Do you have a it's fine. In? no i can't plug it in while i have my headphones on oh no it's fine it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right we need to get this we need to get this intro going Mm -hmm. so that then we can do our outro
1: that's right Mm -hmm. good job
0: Um, okay so today actually celebrates we're going to be releasing this wait what is tomorrow what's the date tomorrow tomorrow is the seventeenth. Ah fuck. Okay. We're gonna be releasing it a day before our one year anniversary of doing Yay. our podcast.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. It's so crazy. I can't It just believe hit I me just it. now. I know. <sighs> Who would have known we would have I mean, I wanted to do this for a year or longer, but yeah. but we did it. I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Are you a believer now? Oh, a
0: believer. Are you a believer? Yeah. I thought you asked if I was a lever. I was like, well, if you press down on me, like, know, I'll fart. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Is that a lever? Like, um, I think that I am. I think, I think that I definitely have. If anything, I've learned so much about the paranormal, right? And yes. I think it's amazing, and I uh-huh. love it.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: and I even my latest thing is that I wanted. I know that I love skinwalkers, but I wanted mm-hmm. a tattoo of a windigo because mm. I think that a windigo is like a metaphor for life.
1: Oh yeah, tell go into that, please. Well,
0: thinking about how like a windigo is a person, not a person. Wow, this is great! <laughs> just the idea that they they are cannibals, right? Mm-hmm. So they're the, these evil spirits that eat other people. Yeah, and it's cannibalism, and it's kind of mm-hmm. the idea of life, right? Like we go through life, and we're basically eaten by our government and the rich, and we're just treated awful. Wow, we're not kind to each other, and I was like, dude, that's fucking life. Is a, a Wendigo, and okay. we're always tempting each other to do stuff that we shouldn't do, and like the Wendigo luring people in. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So maybe it's a metaphor for my life. I'm not sure. However, I th- I was <laughs> like, I want a fucking Wendigo tattoo. That's awesome. I'm excited. Hmm. Um. So yeah, Wendigo I think girl. I am a believer, and I want to go to all the like creepy places and p- with paranormal activity like i'm excited
1: okay you guys so this will be our last episode <laughs> <laughs>
0: surprise it's just over. kidding oh okay. no i mean no, just, just kidding.
1: kidding just kidding it's not over okay we didn't so talk about that
0: do we have some announcements before yes. we talk or should i talk about the episode first
1: um let me just talk let me just talk about my ma- announcements and then we'll okay, go into the other thing okay. all right cool we talk about a lot of stuff, you guys, but not how we're gonna conduct the show. So, um, announcements. Um I just wanted to talk to y'all about a um a podcast that I've been listening to. Um, these are also two sisters mm. from the same parents. Uh-oh. Yeah. And they hey, talk about some- what's up. <laughs> hey, my gangsters. I said that as white as possible. Hello, my gangsters. <laughs> hello Um, there
0: gangsters
1: yes exactly hey um so yes their podcast is called you had me at haunted Mm -hmm. two sisters aubrey and uh, kylie are your hosts and they talk about anything that's spooky creepy cryptids murder um ghosts hauntings um yeah. It it's really fun. It's really cool. I've really enjoyed them. So I think if you like our show, you should definitely give them a listen, especially if you like sisters. Sisters, sisters. sisters. I mean not I if don't feel like yeah.
0: sisters. I don't know. Not
1: especially, but I feel like that's why you listen to us. No wait, that's not true. That's not. You no. listen to us they because we tell scary stories. They own. also retell funny. Scary stories, and they're kind of funny. Okay, and they're cute. Uh huh. Yeah. So Shock. give them a Shock. listen. Yeah. You had me at haunted. Shout out to Aubrey and Kylie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ta-ta-ta. Um. Anyway, so there's that. Is there anything That's else? So cool. And then I don't have anything. No. We can talk a little bit about the show. So today's show, since we're celebrating our one year anniversary, and because neither of us had stories. we've both been lazy as fuck we're going to we asked you guys what your favorite stories were so we're pulling some of those stories to play as like a a best of or a year recap or whatever it may be and you all picked stories that Becky told so you won't hear any of my (laughs) stories tonight (laughs) except for ones that I pull for myself so thanks so much we heard your (laughs) advice (laughs)
1: so enjoy the show (laughs) you've already heard it yeah
2: all right so i call this one um well i actually don't have a really call it i don't really tell the story that much (laughs) but it's a story it's a secret story yeah it's a possible bigfoot sighting
0: Yes. I call this the possible Bigfoot sighting.
2: I, pres- <laughs> what is it? What is it? I present to you the, the Midnight Society, or what is it called? <laughs> uh, okay. So this story takes place in 1996, around that area, uh, that time period. Um, I was 11 or 12, because I don't really remember what month it was that it took place. Um it was. I know it was a Wednesday night because it, it was the regular. It was a middle of the week, middle of the week, and I had to take out the trash, and I hadn't, uh, which my parents decided to remind me very late at night. Um, so I reluctantly get up and go down to uh, get the garbage and take it out. Um, now, just to give a little bit of context to describe the area, um, right where we lived at that time, it was a subdivision that was turned into subdivision, but it used to be farmland. All right, so there was the street where our house was across the street. There was another couple lots. There was a couple of empty lots with a house there, and right behind it, like if you put a fence on the other side, there was like chickens and farmland and stuff like that. That's all like close. It was still farmland. Farmland, yeah. Um, And I say the chickens because it might actually be part of the story. I'm not. I'm not too sure if that has anything to do with it.
3: I love chickens. Yeah.
0: Chickens are, chickens are special. <laughs> Did y'all know that Rebecca
1: knits sweaters for chickens? What? I've yeah, one time.
3: Chicken <laughs> sweater knitting? I, is this a thing?
1: It's yeah. a thing. There's actual patterns for chicken sweaters. And yes, I have to knit them. What
3: do you, what <laughs> the sweaters do for the chickens? I have to it know. It keeps
1: them warm Does and it makes them look them? real cute. Does
2: it, Does it catch the, the eggs? Yeah.
1: No, it doesn't catch the eggs.
2: Oh, okay. Uninteresting. <laughs> It's kind of that like a poke cool. on cool kind of view. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we had to share that about because chickens are cute. Okay, yeah. next.
2: <laughs> okay, so there I am. I take out the trash. For some reason, usually I just take out the trash, turn back around, go back inside. This time around, I decided to look up and look around the area, um, and I see something all across the street by walking by one of the houses. Right. It's mm-hmm. going towards the farm area, you know, where the chickens are at. I'm like, what the heck is this thing? It doesn't, it, the only way I can describe it is that it looked human, but it didn't at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed it's super hairy. um So, like I said, it can be a Bigfoot. It might have been a tweaker that was out there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs>
3: it been
2: Either one. It been, I don't know. Does um,
0: tweaker to you mean like a drug user? Yes. Oh, okay, me too. All right. It's like, across um,
3: the board, I think.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah, like it's like it's walking towards the farmland and then all of a sudden like the sensor light sensor goes on and turn you know, lights turn on and I couldn't move. I I kept looking at it. And I, I feel like I was frozen, and all of a sudden it started running towards <gasps> the other side of the street. Well, not towards me, but another oh. side, another street, there's an intersection. Oh. And there's a cornfield over there, so I ran into the cornfield and ran away. Now, with, while all this is happening, I didn't. I never had any indication that I was in, tr- in trouble uh-huh. um, or that it was that it even saw me. I don't even know if it saw me or not. But the whole time I just I was frozen. I couldn't do anything, and I had this this like sense of of fear come over me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I couldn't explain. I don't even know why. I, it, it it just happened, you know. Bigfoots can um, smell that. That's why I ran away. It smelled the <laughs> fear. I've seen here in the industry, dude. <laughs> 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 so uh, I went inside, but I didn't tell anyone about it. Um, I was oh, just like Lord. stunned. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tell anybody about it. It was years and years until I actually brought it up.
1: Were you afraid to talk about it because it was such a no, frightening was, experience?
2: No, it was one of those things. Like it happened that night. I was like, "What the heck?" And then I forgot about it. Like, oh. it's like, it's like, I it's like it never happened. Like, I forgot about it. Weird. It wasn't it was brainwashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it neuralized <didn't> <laughs> me. Oh, no.
1: Dude,
0: could it have been, so I like three things. Okay. So Bigfoot or a dog man, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Dog man. And then Just one of the working. other things. Yeah, yeah, skinwalker. Yeah. That's the other thing I was gonna say. But is it? Was it even in an area where skinwalkers could be?
2: I don't think so. I don't know. They, they. They. I don't even know Bigfoot is in the area of um of uh, Texas. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings in Texas. There. Really. I mean, I think that there's Bigfoot sightings everywhere. Like. Yeah, there and the the whole not the whole theory but theories of these guys being kind of interdimensional creatures they could probably show up anywhere but whenever you think of bigfoot you think of like mountains and forests and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah we've had other stories where um people have seen them in texas and areas where you wouldn't you know imagine mm-hmm. that they would show up so i think that they could be anywhere
2: so the reason why I said it that chickens might come into play because I think it was going out there to eat chickens.
1: Yeah. Oh. That makes sense. Those poor but little I, chickens. They just
0: want yeah. fucking sweaters and to lay their eggs and to be caught into sweaters.
2: <laughs> well, I do have a sad start but, um and end to this also story as well. Well mm, uh, no. So, Does
1: it involve so, chickens? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, Um not, but not I'm the chicken hurt. getting
2: hurt. <laughs> so um at that time we had a a um What is it called? A beagle. Um, And his name was Smokey. Oh! Oh. um, that's a good name. That that, um, later on, after that had happened, he got loose. And we got home late, so we we went in and uh, looked for him. Couldn't find him. So we're like, okay, well, usually we can find... We usually end up in the the porch in the morning, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, the next morning, my dad gets up, and he calls me, and we go outside, and Smokey has been shot. (gasps) What? Yeah, and we believe it was the farmer that shot him, thinking that he might have been the one going after the chickens.
0: Oh, Aww. my God. Wow,
2: I think Bigfoot framed a dog.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my awful. God. That's worse than the chickens being killed, man. I was it not is. ready for that.
2: Dude, downer. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's why I, I kind of I tend not to uh, remember that story.
1: Well, yeah, I oh would repress God. that memory as well if I were you.
2: Oh shoot! Is it my story? Because it's gonna yeah. be bad.
3: Get ready yeah. for a crap fest. Sorry, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Go into
0: so, your your strange go, story. Is my next.
3: strange story okay? Well, uh, when when Solo asked if I if I could jump into this, I was like, well, my life is a strange story. So sure, why not?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: Growing up, growing up in a, in a, in a half Asian family, like you're just like brought up with not being like, we'll say religious or anything, but like being superstitious. So Everything, everything has a meaning. Everything has a, don't do this or this thing will happen. You know, don't, don't have a house with the door facing the wrong direction or shit ton of ghosts are going to come in, in the middle of the night and you know, that kind of oh. stuff. So that's like, that's how my mom and my grandma, uh, totally were. And, uh, and just like, so my life has been, been around that kind of thing. So everything, like I said, has a meaning. Um, I, I, don't generally talk about a lot of the stuff that's that, the, the, the weird spooky stuff. So, um, this is again, you're getting, you're getting special, special stories from both. Oh, we're
1: so special. There we bring this out in people. <laughs>
3: it's true. It's true. So, okay. One time I, I was, I, I had to, uh, to use a bathroom and you'll never no Okay. When I was a kid,
2: <laughs> in is, is this the house or,
3: in what in this house? No, um, no the owl house. The owl house. No, I'm just joking. No bathroom stories. <laughs> no bathroom stories.
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask if it was number yes. one or number two.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when I was a kid, um, uh, we lived back east for for a chunk of my life, and uh, and my dad's family out there is a pretty large family, and and all. So we would have like uh, like big family gatherings and stuff. And um, I I remember one time where I was like, I was sleeping, uh, at my, at my grandma's house. And like, basically the whole family was there. Uh, a couple, a couple of family members were off on a trip and stuff like that. And I woke up and I had been like having a bad dream and it was, it was like super intense. I was probably like about six years old, seven years old. So it was like when that, when you start to formulate memories and stuff and this thing is like always, uh, like stuck with me, but like, I, I had this dream, like I was falling and just like I woke up and like, I'd been screaming and everyone was around and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And it was one of those things where like, you know, you're like a kid, but you can sense something's like a little off. And at first I thought it was me screaming and the whole family, like, you know, being like, dude, you're, you're, you're having a bad dream. It's cool. But no, um, my, uncle had one of my uncles had fallen off a cliff and died earlier that day and oh jesus and i'm so sorry (laughs) i know right so (laughs) we're going into crappy stories (laughs) so my dad was like it's it's very it's very interesting that you had a dream that you were falling um because that's actually how your Uncle Jeff passed away this morning. And I was like, what? Oh, my it's like, God. You
0: know, the first God. T-
3: also, also, the first time that, like, I was ever, exp- like, uh, exposed to death, like, so close. Because this, mm-hmm. this is, like, an uncle who is, like, probably maybe 15 years older than me. So not super close in age. But at the same point, maybe, like, you know, we, we would go do stuff. And I would be, like, his, like, little kid brother guy that he would, like, take around in his car and, you know, out, like camping and stuff like that, that kind of type thing. So I had a closeness with this uncle and, uh, and it was one of those weird, like, uh, experiences, I guess. Cause like everything I explained to my, my dad and my mom, like that I saw in my dream, they were like, that's really weird because that sounds like where, where this stuff happened. And I was like, you know, you can't compartmentalize that as six years old, but as an adult, like it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, Holy crap, you know, could you have had? Could you have had some sort of mind connection? Oh, right, I don't know. you guys were so. No, close that's maybe, that is yeah. fucking
0: weird, man. Because yeah. I thought you were leading into you knew that's how he died, and then I was like, well, yeah. Then he had a dream, like, duh. No, <laughs> I like, no,
3: no. no, I didn't, didn't even know. know. Like, yeah, he he died like earlier earlier that morning, like middle of the night, morning type thing, and and like you know we were that was like the weird thing too is like our family had all got together to do this like family thing and with no real big reason and then everyone was at the same place at my grandma's house uh just there to get the news that this happened right so it was it was kind of weird and apropos at the time but also very like i don't
0: know life's weird life's weird oh oh yeah welcome to i i have have a strange strange story story podcast podcast. (laughs) we didn't do it
1: picture this summer vacation Jersey Shore every year this family goes to the Jersey Shore for their family vacation um, but this year or this time that they went to the beach there weren't a whole lot of people out and there was maybe one other family besides hers and her family consisted of her mom dad and her older sister there were no lifeguards on duty and there were signs on the beach that either said swim at your own risk or don't swim and there was a storm on the sea and the currents were very strong so this little girl is about eight to ten years old Um, she was out there playing on the beach having a good time and then her mom called her and her sister and she's like hey get over here get on this blanket I'm going to take a nap, kids, and your dad's going to watch you. And Uh-oh. he mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. He said, he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch them totally. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were not to move from that blanket. Mm-hmm. And in no time, her mom fell asleep and they were just being kids and kind of playing in the sand and then the next thing you know about 10 minutes later their dad was asleep. <laughs> oh no, I didn't yeah. realize he's going to fall asleep. Oh yeah, parents zonked out at this point. Um so like any other kid, she was like fuck this. I want to go back to the beach and I want to play. So she she knew in her mind, she like this is this is what's going to happen. Mom's going to fall asleep. Dad's not gonna watch us because that's kind of what dad does is he falls asleep too so she um she just she just bided her time she was like any minute now i'm gonna get to go play on that beach and she did so after they fell asleep she snuck down to the water to swim and her sister the whole time was like stay here you're not supposed to leave the blanket you know there's always one sibling like that
0: so that was me and you're the one going in the water
1: Yeah, totally. Okay. And uh, so off to the beach, she went. And she was a good swimmer. And she would always go out to the ocean and swim, like, where the water would go over her head. Yeah, that's you. It's totally me. I am not afraid of the ocean or what's in the ocean. I'm terrified of it. I I mean, I get you. So she swam out. She went out in over her head. Um, But this time... The water was rougher. You remember, there was a storm of brewing out there.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot.
1: Yeah, so the water was rougher than normal. And um, and she saw this big wave coming. And she's like, I'm going to jump this wave because this is what you do. So she tried to jump the wave, and she couldn't. The wave actually knocked her into the water. And she said whenever she was in the water, she felt a pulling like she was being dragged out to sea. And, and she panicked. This was nothing that she had ever felt like before in her life. Like, she, she swam in the ocean. She did this every single year. This was something new. She was being dragged out to the ocean. So she started swimming. And she was swimming hard. And she was trying to get back to the beach. But she kept on getting knocked out wave after wave after wave. And it took her further and further and further out at sea. And she was swimming hard. She was swimming for her life. So <clears throat> at a moment, she caught her breath. And she said at that moment, the biggest wave she'd ever seen was coming towards her. And she's like, okay, this time I'm not going to jump. I'm going to face the shore and I'm going to ride this wave to the beach. Um, but instead, this wave crashed into her and started spinning her in circles under the water. Oh, no. And it was spinning her and it was, and it was dragging her and and whenever she stopped, uh, she, whenever she finally stopped spinning, she went to get some air, but she didn't know which way was up and down. So right. finally she was able to ride herself. She got up, she got some air, but as soon as she got up, she got knocked down and she got hit after way, hit by a wave and just got hit and hit and hit by every single wave coming. And she was dragged on the ocean floor And there was sand getting in her mouth and her legs, and she was just tumbling all over, like, just getting banged up on this ocean floor. And all the while, she's just still spinning. So she's probably caught in, like, an undertow or something, right? Yeah. So she was running out of air, and she was panicking because she could not find the break. She could not get out of the water. And she was fighting hard, just, you know, struggling not to take breath. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of dawned on her. She's like, I'm going to die. This is it. And she's like, I tried hard, but now I'm going to die. I'm just not going to survive. And involuntarily, she breathed in the salt water into her lungs. And she said the salt water filled her lungs, and it hurt so bad. And then... After that, her body is just kind of spasming. It's just taking in breath after breath of of this salt water. And, um, And she was throwing up water and she was taking in water and she was just struggling. And then she took one last breath and everything stopped. She said everything was silent. There was no pain. There was nothing but quiet and darkness. And she was just alone with her thoughts. And she knew, well, I'm dead now. And she knew she wasn't in her body. It was just blackness. And she says she was very calm because she felt like if she saw her body, she probably would have freaked out. Hmm. Makes sense. Um, and so she's just kind of hanging on this blackness by herself with her thoughts, and she was, she was just thinking, well, what's next? And then... Um, then this next part is that she had a review of her life she said it was it was a short review she's only like between eight to ten years old and she said that it was like reviewing all of the decisions that she's ever made in her life and all the choices that she should have and could have made and then she saw some events where she felt like she felt really bad about some of the things that she did, like she was mean to somebody, and she was like, "God, I shouldn't have been an asshole um and she said it was very short, it was very brief, and now she doesn't she doesn't remember anything that happened um, but the next thing she knew, she heard music, and she said, "This is great. She said it sounded like music from a mermaid movie, oh, yeah. so she just had this vision of like mermaids and it was growing louder in her, in her head. And she's like, well, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. Cause who knows about mermaids, right? Like they can be aerial or they can be like sirens. Yeah. That drag you to the bottom. of so the kill you. I mean, only your she, dude. Probably. She's already dead. So they like her. Hopefully. Yeah. So she kind of started to panic and in her head, she cried out to God and all of a sudden, she felt like she was moving and that she was moving up. And she started to see a white haze, and that's all that she could see. It was all around her. It was just a blur. And she couldn't see that she was traveling, but she just felt like it was, like she was traveling upward. And then she felt enveloped in the strongest feeling of love that she has ever felt. And she said it was so intense. Hmm. And she just assumed that God was with her. So, after all this traveling, there was a break in the haze. And she saw some people in the distance. Almost like they were standing on clouds. Um, she saw the faces. And she recognized them, thinking, Hey, you guys, I forgot all about you. <laughs> and she was like, she's, she wasn't sure how many people were there. She was thinking... Maybe five and one dog. Oh. And she was just so excited to see them. She was like, "I'm with my family again." And they were so excited to see her. They were waving hello, and they were, <laughs> you know, just like smiling and like beckoning, and she was so happy. She's like, "Oh, I'm with my family." Um, but then all of a sudden she felt a sharp pain in her shoulder and it was she said it was like a hot poker was speared into her shoulder and she started getting pulling like getting pulled back and she squinted in pain she opened her eyes and she realized her family was getting further and further away from her and and she cried out no and and they all stopped waving and woman one woman shrugged And she's like, well, I guess this isn't going to happen. And she's kind (laughs) of wave goodbye. (laughs) And so um, another tug happened. And she begged whoever is tugging her, please let me go. I want to be with my family. She said, I didn't like my family on earth. And I wanted to go back with my real family in heaven. Oh, my. I know. So the next thing she knows somebody's holding her up like under her arms and kind of like sets her on the sand Mm -hmm. uh she's about her knees are probably um about uh the height of the water and they just set her on the sand on the water on not on the water on the the floor and she drops to her knees she's so weak at this point And she kind of rolls forward and she vomits and she coughs and then this person picks her up again and just sets her on her feet really hard again. And she she's having problem with her vision because her 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 eyes are filled with sand from being dragged across the, the bottom of the ocean. But she looks around her and she sees a man and she says he has a white beard and he's in a white linen suit. Um, she leans forward, he falls, she falls again, and he does the same thing, he picks her up and he sets her down. Um, and so she's kind of on her knees at this point, um, and she looks back around her and nobody's there. And nobody's actually in any range or any proximity close to her. Oh, and her vision is so blurred. She She's having a really hard time seeing anything. But she is able to find her family. And she gets back to her family on her own. Um, her f- parents are still asleep. <sighs> and she starts yelling and screaming to them. And she's just like, how dare you fall asleep? I almost died. I can't see. I'm... You know, she's traumatized. Yeah. And her mom like jolts awake and she sees that her daughter is just, she's covered in scrapes and she's bleeding and she's covered in seaweed. And um, I, I left most of this part out, but I'll, I'll put some of it in just to, to kind of show what happens, you know, later in life. Um, but um, her mom gets angry at her. For yelling at her and she snatches her up and she takes her back to the hotel and she's, she yells her at her for yelling at her and just, you know, makes, makes kind of a, a big deal out of it. And does doesn't she, sound like. Did her mom realize that she almost drowned? It sounds like she does. Hmm. She did. And, and this person begged her mom to take her to the hospital. Like, she can't see. She's got sand in her nose and her eyes and her ears and every orifice of her body. And she's uncomfortable. She's bleeding. She's in pain. And her mom's like, I don't want anybody to know that we fell asleep. And so she said that for the next three days, she, she was passed out. Like, she didn't want to get out of bed. She was sore. She tried to, to rinse all the the um, the sand out of her eyes in the shower. Yeah. And she said that she got eye infections after that. I imagine she scraped her cornea. Yeah. So I'm so. And she said her mom had some leftover like pink eye medication that she let her use. Oh no! Yeah, I know. It's that part's really sad. Um, it's it's terrible. It's um, but anyways, so she she kind of reflected back on this whenever she was a kid. she she just remembered she was really fucking angry at that man who pulled her out of the ocean she was angry at him and she was angry like why didn't he take her to her parents yeah why did he just leave her there on the beach um and then she was thinking like she couldn't remember who the people were in heaven um she can't even remember what they look like now hmm um and then she also just mentions that this wasn't a story that she could share to anyone she couldn't even share it to her parents it wasn't until later in life that she was able to to talk about it and realize that this wasn't a normal thing and welcome to the I have, have a, strange a strange story, story podcast. podcast oh my god <laughs> cue the music <laughs> Right, so okay, I'm just kidding. Turn. Now it's my turn. Yeah, I've got a cool story. This is from Reddit. And this is a story about a woman and her house spirit uh, spirit experience. Ooh, okay. yeah. So um, this woman claims that she lived in a haunted house. And so she would hear, like, footsteps and she would feel cold spots and she would feel breezes. Like, even whenever all the doors and the windows were closed, she could still feel that thing. And then she's also practiced magic. Magic with a K. So I think that means witchcraft, right? I don't know. I think it is. And so she says that she's always had potential to, to kind of invite spirits into her life. But she's always been afraid to do that because once you open that door, you don't know what you're going to bring in. So, yeah. So, she has kept that door locked, shut, chained, bolted, closed. (laughs) (laughs) Do not enter if you are a spirit. And so, that's just kind of how she lived for a long time. Um, But she had a rough spot. So... She emotionally hit rock bottom at one point in her, of her life and she was painfully lonely and and just like just so dead inside that she needed something. She needed somebody to communicate with and somebody to talk to. And at this point she was like, fuck it, I'm not afraid of whatever spirit comes into my life. I'm going to invite them in. So she decided, I'm going to communicate with a spirit. So she has a pendulum. Do you know what that is?
0: Yeah, because we have pendulums. Yeah, we
1: do. Mine's packed. Okay. Mine's <laughs> right here in front of me. I can see it. Shut up. No, it's no. true. I put it in a little bowl on my desk. It's cool. Um a candle holder. That's adorable. Hmm. So cute. Um, so she, um, she got her pendulum. She made a pendulum board. And she used uh, her pendulum to see if there was anybody that wanted to communicate. And she came across two spirits. She said, the first one's name was Saul or maybe Solomon. She's not really sure. Um, But this guy wasn't really chatty and it sounded like he was just passing through. So they didn't really form a relationship or anything. But then she met another spirit. And he identified himself as L-A-N. And she wasn't sure if that was initials or part of his name. But she just called him Lan. She's like, I'm that's so my new I'm
0: excited because I think someone's going to get pregnant.
1: <laughs> I don't know why you would think that. <laughs>
0: because it happens. What is it called when you get impregnated by a ghost?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: There's a name for it. Is there? Yes women oh, fuck you, look, look, that that up. Up. Okay, you yeah. look that up
1: okay you look that up so she developed a bond with Lan um, and she would um, she would leave moon water out for him as an offering and cigarettes and she said that he loved cigarettes so she hand rolled her own and she would roll two and and light both of them and then leave one to burn in the ash pra- ashtray and just re-let it kind of as it burned out and um, and she got so comfortable with him that she would just talk to him, like, speak aloud to him. She started to read to him. And then she also learned his favorite songs. And she said she even danced with him a few times. Aww. She said it was lovely. Isn't that sweet? It is sweet. So there was this one point um, that she was packing for a holiday. Hmm and she found one of her favorite chains um and it was a chain for a pendant that uh she'd stowed away in a makeup case and thought that she lost forever and so she had this favorite pendant she went to go look for it and she said there was a very specific spot that she put it on it was like in these shelves and on her altar but she couldn't find it anywhere um she said she looked for about 10 minutes and then she was like well fuck it i have to leave um so she just put the chain on and left. Um, and when she got back from her vac- her vacation, she said the pendant was there, like it was where it was exactly where it was supposed to be. She was it was on her shelf, um, kind of close to her altar, and it was just kind of like shining there, like ta da! And she was so happy to see it, and so she left a thank you note, and she uh, left a cup of moon water, and she rolled a cigarette for him. It is sweet. Um, So then there was another part. This is a really cool story. So she had this little tiny kitten. She said that um, she got this kitten, and I'm just really infatuated with it because she said it was black. So cute. Um, And she was going, it uh, it was at night. She was about ready to go to bed, but she was ready to have one last cigarette for the night. So she went outside to smoke, and she also has an adult cat, and the adult cat goes outside, and she says that the adult cat followed her to go outside, but you know what it did? It sat at the door and was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know how cats do. Yeah. You open the door for them because they went in really bad, and they just sit there. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Mm." yeah, you're like, well. I'll make up my mind and so she was like dude you asshole and she just yeah. propped open the door she saw the kitten sleeping in her bed so she was like i'm just gonna be right here this is where i smoke it's kind of on a stoop next to the door and if the cat decides to come out i'll catch it she didn't want her kitten to go outside obviously um so she rolled her cigarette and she was halfway through rolling her cigarette whenever her fire alarm goes off in her house And, um, she, she looks inside, she looks down, her kitten's trying to go out. So she grabbed her kitten, and as soon as she did that, the, the fire alarm went off. Yeah. And so she went inside, and she was just looking for anything that could set it off. And she said her oven was off, her stove was off. There was no way that the, um, the smoke was wafting into the house, because it was a still night, like there was no wind or anything. And she also said that, um... Somebody had checked her fire alarms like three weeks previous because she lived in a in a rental, and that's what they do. Those are good people. <laughs> so she was like, it's my friend. And she rolled him a cigarette, and she said that that thing burnt down like like somebody just took a big old drag. She said it was really weird because there was no wind. It wasn't blowing it out. Yeah. It wasn't blowing it away. It was just going down to the ash and she said that it finished even before she even got to finish smoking so um let's see where was i so a few weeks later she was talking to her neighbor and this person lived like a couple of had lived in this area for about 15 years and they just were talking and and she the neighbor had brought up um some some grievances about the previous people that lived there she said it was a young woman and her partner and um she said but eventually a um their one of their grandpas came to visit or live with them to take care of him to me i think it was probably to take care of him because he was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer she said that he tried to commit suicide twice in that house oh geez i know He was just ready to go. Um, But whenever he finally died, she learned that he died in her now bedroom. Ooh. And I'm just paraphrasing this, but she was like, well, that's fucking strange. She's, you know, talking to her neighbor and she's like, I have felt like I have somebody with me. I never feel alone. And the neighbor's like, yeah, I get that feeling too sometimes. You know, whenever I'm in bed and I'm trying to sleep, sometimes I'll hear a song that he always liked. He liked to play the piano, and he would play this one song. And it was not classical piano, but it wasn't rock and roll, she said. But it was definitely a piano song. And so, you know, this woman found out what songs this guy likes. And she was scrolling through her Spotify um, music and she played this song. She played Piano Man and she was like, that's it. That's the song. And she's like, holy fuck. Oh my God. This is the guy. She's like, do you remember what his name was? And um, the neighbor was like, well, I think his name was Ian. Ian. And so
0: it wasn't land. It was wasn't
1: land. It was Ian. <laughs> so she's like, well, fuck my life. I've been calling this guy the wrong name because of a, a, a divining board typo error. Yeah. <laughs> so that's her story. I don't know. If she Aww, still lives bare. Sweet story. She's so lucky. She didn't get an asshole blast from the past
0: <laughs> those were good i was so happy to hear all of your stories rebecca
1: you're well
0: show afloat
1: that's <laughs> what i do but i mean also um Saul and uh greg were like they weren't they weren't mine so oh, yeah. that's that
0: okay, thanks guys we appreciate you
1: yeah we miss nerds from the crypt
0: you guys
1: you guys, we got to have you back on our show. Yeah, they're actually um
0: really nice fun guys.
1: I like how you say actually like you were expecting actually, them to be if assholes. You thought they were assholes. They're not. <laughs> they're really cool and we like them.
0: <laughs> I know we questioned whether or not they were feminists whenever we were on their show, but you know Oh my
1: god. So many things that we did to make them uncomfortable and they were like, "Let's do this again." <laughs> And they did. No also <laughs>
0: hugged me when he met me.
1: <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, I feel like I, I have like, to apologize surprised. to him every single time.
0: <laughs>
1: check that. Um you guys should check out Nerds from the Crypt. Yeah. And our episode we reviewed the movie Teeth. If you haven't heard that already, check them out. But check them out in general. They're very cool people. Yeah. Um, so this is our year. Uh-huh. I'm very um I am just overwhelmed like with happiness that we've made it this far yeah um i just want to thank all of our listeners um everybody that has allowed us to share a story i want to thank bigfoot um and I wanted to thank you, Lindsay. Don't you
0: <laughs> fucking dare.
1: Number one,
0: you're so much more humble than I am. Here you are thanking people who listened and who sent in stories. And I'm like, hey, bitches, here's the replay. <laughs> Thanks. Like, <laughs> remix, right? <laughs> and then you want to thank me? Yeah. I can't do this.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Because oh. um, I couldn't do this with anybody else. That's true. I know. <laughs> this is why the show is so good, in my opinion, because yeah. we have such good chemistry, and that's what people say, so.
0: It's true. You so know what thanks I for telling, doing this. Uh, my poor admin assistant, who was in my office the other day, we what? Had heart-to-hearts a lot. And I was that's like, sweet. I know. I was like, you know, my sister and I, we don't really tell each other we love each other, but one time, whenever she was moving to Colorado, and then I stopped
1: <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and and you started, got all teary-eyed, and I, did, and, <laughs> and I said, "I'm so sorry."
0: And I said, "But no, when she packed up to leave for Colorado, she hugged me and told me she loved me, and got in her car." And then I was crying, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." And she was just sitting there like, "Oh, jeez She's like,
1: "God damn it!" I got roped into this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking awful. And Ollie, yeah.
1: but then we told each other we loved each other. Oh, we just do it once or every once in a while, but then we do it every every time we see each other in a way, I think. No, we don't. Do in it. a way. All
0: right,
1: yeah, I'm going to say two. that. But, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I yeah. do it
0: whenever I go down in your basement. And I get effed up, and I spit my water or my beer all over your carpet. That's, that's how I l- tell you I love That's sisterly love. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it by showing up at where I can walk out of the airport, out of the uh-huh. uh, terminal. You're yes. there waiting for me. Of course. I know. It's sweet. See her, Wilson? He showed up.
1: He came. Abby, that one's for you. <laughs> Shout Thank out you. to Abby, there's Wilson, he's still alive. He's fucking alive and king. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I love doing this show. Thank, Thank you, you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, here's to another year. Mm-hmm. We both had another beer. Yep. Nothing but cheer.
0: Yep. Audio in I'm here. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, ready? Okay. Bye. Bye.